You okay? I got corona. No, you don't. You're right. Dubsbook Dungeon Radio Show. Dubsbook Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon for March 3rd, Tuesday, Super Tuesday. This is our Super Tuesday special election coverage edition. Woo! Um, we've been crunching the numbers and touching the TV that has the what? data on it. I've been touching yeah. it, moving it around, except that our TV is just a regular TV, so it's not actually moving anything. There's no, it's not a touchscreen. And Mookie's been helping. She slaps at it. Yeah, she scratches at the... At the TV. Yeah, sometimes. Um, I'm Super Tuesday. Rafi. That's Adi. Hi. It's Super Tuesday. Yeah. I may or may not have coronavirus. I think I probably do. I don't think you do, though. We'll, we'll get to more coronavirus coverage later in the... Um, Aren't the enough people covering deadly, it? Deadly pandemic section of the show okay oh is, is that a, a section regular, now regular top no i'm kidding it's not, okay it could be <laughs> there's always something um <laughs> so it, it's super tuesday the votes are rolling in yeah um, they're rolling in rolling uh, in or it doesn't sound whatever. good for bernie which is it's fine it's super tuesday it's oh it doesn't forget about it bernie it's chinatown yeah <laughs> it's it, whatever he's not doing great but it's because the the Mo- uh, mo- moderate machine or moderate monster finally merged. Klobuchar dropped out. Mayor Pete mean, dropped mean out. Machine, moderate yeah. machine. She Klobuchar gave hit, uh, Biden all of her club clubmentum. 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 Yeah. Which I still think was like the definitely the stupidest thing related to this political season. Clubmentum. Like someone came up with that. Okay. I I don't understand why. There's a very obvious word here, and it was Klobuchar. She's having a cloba charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, you said that, and I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So Klobuch- club, club, club mentum? Club, club mentum. You're not club doing mentum? the O right. That's club. why it's difficult for you. Yeah, it's not yeah, clob. It's clobbering time. She could have said that. <laughs> that would have been better. It's terrible. Anyway. Um, cloba charge. I've already taken precautionary action now that Pete Mayor Pete dropped out. Um, I'm saving all of my Mayor Pete memes in a folder so that when he runs again in 2024, <laughs> I can just post them all over again. Yeah, you'd, you'd put so much effort. I put a lot of effort right before he dropped out right before he dropped out I'd like to think that it was my memes that made him drop out (laughs) they were finally mean enough oh um I I we heard an interesting statistic earlier on the radio of the live exit polling data they said that among people who listed coronavirus as a their major voting issue Biden held a, a strong lead what I what does that even mean? I have no idea. <laughs> is it is it trust and I mean, I, whose statistic is this? I literally have no idea what <laughs> okay. it was. The, it was an exit poll thing. They were asking okay. people for their main main voting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what they were voting for, and somebody apparently said coronavirus. So, um, wow. Yeah, there's Quick, people. Big issue. You want to know where Biden's momentum's coming from? It's not just the clubmentum. It's people who are concerned about coronavirus for some reason. Okay. All right. Um, We have lots of, again, more corona talk to come up because it's inescapable. Um, Oh, also, um, Tulsi Gabbard won a single delegate from American Samoa. What? Really? Yeah. Bloomberg got six and she was the only other candidate to rank. And so she got one delegate, which means that she technically was qualified for the next debate. 
Really? And the DNC immediately came out and said, "Oh, we're changing the rules for the debate. You oh have to have God, really? you have to have more more delegates." Yeah. Um. So all Tulsi needs to do is donate three hundred thousand dollars to the DNC, and then she'll be right on stage, no matter what the rules say. Right? Just like uh, Bloomberg did. But she had it. She had it for the original rules. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. I, I, from what I had heard, and the D, for the DNC to jump out like that makes me think it's she probably it's did. Probably true. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Let's get some hot takes, Adi. Okay. Poor Tulsi. Poor Tulsi. Um, I found it. Wait, what? What'd the second, find? the second nastiest sounding pizza I've ever heard of. Oh. St. Louis pizza is, is the nastiest pizza I've ever heard of. Like, other than like St. Louis, Missouri. Or? Yeah, other than you know the the pizza that you microwave that's really just French bread with sauce and that sounds disgusting. I don't I don't want that. But no, an actual style of pizza. So St. Louis pizza is square little weird flat things with provel cheese which is like a slightly pungent american i'm sorry are we about to like alienate our st louis audience right now yes (laughs) i don't need them to vote for me get out of here st louis with your stupid upside down frozen custard over at the top yeah and that arch that you have to get in like a little tiny (laughs) have you have you ever seen the the trolley thing that you have to take up to the top of the arch no i want we went to, to i went to the top of the arch Wait, you so, did yeah oh i've been i went to a wedding out there and um so it can only take four people at a time maybe maybe even just two i think four though and it's a little like uh round because the arch is a curve it can't just be a straight elevator to the top mm-hmm. so it's a little round thing that like ratchets its way up oh. to the top and it constantly is like fixing the center of gravity so that you're always upright um, and then you get up there and it's a pretty neat view, but oh, it's also man. a very like kind of tight space. Um, anyway, St. Louis. Okay. Stinks. Oh. Uh, the pizza stinks. Oh, their pizza. Oh, I forgot what I forgot. <laughs> what I, was, I was just talking about how much St. Louis stinks. <laughs> oh. Um, no. The, so their pizza is just atrocious. You should look up a picture of it. It is the least attractive pizza you can possibly imagine. But I found another, the second place. Okay. I'd never what heard of it before. It's called Quad City Pizza. Quad City. Yeah, so Quad City, I guess, is like Indiana somewhere. Wait, how are you looking? What, what are you doing? I was on the friend? Wikipedia for pizza styles, okay. regional pizza styles. Okay. And this is the worst I could find <laughs> other than St. Louis, um, which stinks. Um, so their take on pizza is that they add, mal- first of all, they add malt to the dough. So you're getting like malt. It's malty. It's nuttier. It's weird. That sounds weird. Second of all, um, they heavily spice the sauce. So it's like got a lot of herbs and stuff. Instead of like in New York style pizza, it's it's a fairly plain sauce. Um, this has got like a ton of herbs and, and spices in it. Hmm. Uh, third of all, they it typically has sausage on it, I guess. And the way that they do the sausage is that they finally grind it up and then there's no casing or anything. They just put it on the pizza so that it's evenly covered in sausage all the way across. And then they put cheese on it and they bake it, but it's not just baked in like a regular pizza oven. They bake it in a, a this is one source I saw said that they do this, okay. some kind of weird pressurized gas oven so that it bakes up. It's kind of thicker. The crust is kind of thicker. And then they take it out and because it's quad city style and it can't be like just regular pizza, Instead of using a pizza cutter, which seems like the ideal thing to use to cut a right? pizza, yeah, 
apparently they use a giant pair of shears and cut it into the slices. Why? And Is they don't that... cut it they don't cut it into eights. They cut it straight down the middle and then across in parallel lines like four times. So you get these little strips of pizza rather than oh, slices. Okay. So that's right. quad city style pizza. In- I, interesting. I yeah, I very bizarre. Yeah. Have- <laughs> Did I preemptively uh you? Um no, not really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adi, 7-Eleven le- needs to learn what a special entails. Oh my gosh, I was hoping you would talk about this. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited because I don't understand it. So every once in a while I'll go to 7-Eleven because my bank is, I can use their ATMs for free. And um, I'll also, while I'm there, I'm just like, ah, whatever. I could go across the street to the local coffee shop and get a coffee which for some reason I think is $4 for the drip and it's like eight ounces. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very expensive. $4. Plus, tip, plus you tip. Um, or I can just get it at the 7-Eleven since I, it's, I'm just, it's like my second coffee of the day. It's not even that I particularly need something delicious. And so I'll get a coffee and it's $1.84 regularly for the coffee with tax. And in the last week, they've started a special where during they have happy hour. First of all, they call it happy hour. Are you eating over there? What are you doing? The cat is munching on something. Um, they call it happy hour, and during happy hour, you get a free small coffee if you buy like a hand pie. Like what? What do they call that? A pie? I think that's a little hand pie. Yeah, a little hand pie. And so I went up, and the guy was like, "Oh, um, you know, just so you know, it's." if you buy that hand pie, the coffee is free. And I was like, well, I don't really want that. And he said, and it's only a dollar instead of a dollar 84. So the coffee on its own is a dollar 84. Yes. Or I can buy a hand pie and get the coffee for free. And it's also 75 cents cheaper. And also this is like the only sign I have seen (laughs) for this was a, a very like dubious looking handwritten sign that said happy hour special. And it, it, they just did a very poor job of explaining it. And also, yeah. just say, hey, it, you know, coffee and a, a thing is this much. Just don't even offer the... Just when people come to buy the uh, that small coffee during happy hour, mm-hmm. just say it's a dollar eleven, and you get this free pie. Yeah. That's how you... Instead of this confusing, I don't want to buy the pie. Happy, you don't want the pie. I don't pie. want the pie. We have the pie sitting right over there. It's I don't a Boston want it. cream. We're bringing it it's to kind my of terrifying. sister's house. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> even the photo looks just weird anyway they need to learn i I don't know what's up with this um 7-eleven near us uh i heard they may be going out of business soon but they have a ton of like handwritten signs everywhere which doesn't make it there was a a sign that said no free coffee and i was like who's asking for free coffee what is this sign doing here people aren't asking i what yeah i don't know anyway it's confusing that that location is particularly interesting something going on there something shady is going down there Adi, there needs to be a legal limit to the number of times that you can listen to the same song in a day before the cops are called and you're arrested and taken to jail no, forever. why? What are you just into that song? Or what if you pra- you're practicing for something? The guitar teacher in the front of our building. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's his. I think it, that's my theory now. My operating theory is that it's his song that he's listening to and somehow tweaking. It's like it's 
it's it's actually not it's a very interesting sounding song i don't mind hearing it's it got, over and over it's got um some element of you are my sunshine blended in and then it builds and extrapolates off of it in like a massively orchestral way so it's actually kind of interesting uh the problem is that it starts playing at about 10 o'clock and we just heard it a bit ago and it's now 11 o'clock oh, 10 a.m <laughs> and we just heard it a little bit ago at 11 p.m so <laughs> It's a bit much in between the um, having to listen to the same guitar lesson songs over and over, which he's got like two of. So, yeah, it's a bit much. I'm going to call the cops. No, don't. They're going to beat him up and I'm never going to have to hear it again. No, they're not, though. Howdy. Yeah. I think we should get on with the actual real show now. How's that Clementine? It's great. They were two for five dollars. That's a good price really? for those bags. They're yeah. delicious. They're usually like four something mm-hmm. each. Anyway, let's go. Uh, let's talk about the internet. Okay. This um, topic was sent in by a uh, somebody very close to the show. It really? was um, sent in by you. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> it uh I sent something in. The a um survey was done where a group Mediaite, I think was the name of the group that I saw it on their website. Anyway, they signed up with a Gmail account to every candidate's mailing list and then built a spreadsheet out showing where to which um folder their emails were sent. Yeah. So the options are inbox, which Google calls the inbox the place for the mail you really, really want. Yeah, exactly. And then they have a promotions box, and then they have the spam box. Um, this was uh, done for every candidate uh, except for Vermin Supreme. I noticed his name was not on the list, despite the fact that he is a <laughs> per- per- perpetual candidate. Um, and they were keeping track of the entire... It, it was like over a year they were doing this. Um, so, for example, Mayor Pete led with deliveries to the inbox. He had 63 delivered to us. Uh, yeah, 63 le- letters delivered to the main inbox, nine to promotions and 10 to spam. Uh, Tom Steyer only sent one email and it went straight to promotions. A single email. <laughs> it was probably handwritten by him, too. Um, <laughs> and then uh, so Bernie's campaign sent 111. 98% of his emails went to promotions. Wow. 98%. One got delivered to the inbox and one got delivered to spam. Hmm. And when when they were asked about it, Gmail said that the, they were not intending to show any bias in the delivery system. Uh, it was merely the way that the algorithms function. Right, right. It's always yeah. the algorithms. It's always the algorithms. Nobody yeah. ever does anything wrong. It's always the algorithms. Yeah. But who, yeah. It, it's Al- plausible deniability. by a yeah, person. Exactly. It's plausible deniability. And it, I mean, Google, first of all, Google owns Gmail and they can do whatever they want, but they should just be more open about the fact that something like that would be they terrible for Google. They didn't even say there's just something about the formatting of the, like a particular campaign email see, that was like better in their statement i didn't someone. see anything like that so that's interesting yeah, yeah. pretty bad hmm. Hmm. 
I have, I have actually several stories for this this week. Usually, I have to like kind of scrounge to find one hating Wait, on cell phones. What? Oh, it's cell phones. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, cell phone, I, don't, cell phones. I don't know what the what that tune is. We for. had a uh, <laughs> we had a. I actually missed it last show. Um, Mike Blaine sent in our avid listener. In fact, I don't think he's ever listened once, Wait, but yeah, he knows that we have a show. He, but he doesn't listen to us. Um, There's he no sent way. in a um, a hand built phone that someone had made from scratch that it's really neat you can look it up it's just look up rotary cell phone so it's a cell phone that this lady built from scratch um and it has a case and everything but instead of like actual digits it's a rotary dial and it's actually a pretty neat design if they were to make it slightly more refined the design i could actually see people being interested in it especially if it had like a touch screen anywhere on there for other information input. That's funny. Um, but it's, you can't do anything except dial on it. There's no texting, nothing like that, because it's rotary. Um, but it was a very interesting design. Look it up. Rotary cell phone. Um, another new trend is folding phones. Have you seen these folding phones? Is that, is that new? It's fairly new. Oh, is it just two, that they're getting it right now? Yeah, there are two that are coming out right now. One is the okay. um, Moto Razor, which is supposed to be awful. And then the other one is the Samsung, which is supposed to be the best foldable phone Available, but not great still. I don't understand why we need a foldable That's phone. what I was going to ask. It doesn't save uh, any space. I want, I've seen a concept design for a phone that I would actually be interested in, which is um, rather than folding, the phone itself expands, like mm-hmm. pulls out, and the screen, using the bendable screen technology, <clears throat> expands out with it. Okay. So it can go from a small candy bar-sized phone to a full-sized cell phone oh that's crazy to think of yeah i that that would be a concept that i would be interested in something that ideally could just function as a dumb phone until you need to use the smartphone technology who do you think's asking for a folding phone i think it's just the cool factor um and they can do it so now they're trying so if you're but f- the motorola mm-hmm. for example uh they said that it's only rated for something like ten thousand open and closes before it, the the screen breaks hmm. and if you think about it the person, the average person, I think I read, I can't remember now. It was something like 24 times a day, but it's probably more now, um, times they look at it. And so you divide that into 10,000. Yeah, short lifespan. Um, 36 days total. I'm kidding. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, so what are you saying? <laughs> 36 days before your cell phone breaks, I think. Um, no, if you're good at math, email us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, email us, doubledungeon at hotmail.com. <laughs> Double Dungeon. We have a new method of people um, People can contact us. We're going to get to that later. I have okay. a new segment. I'm excited for Did it. Did you test it out? I, uh, All right, it's in the beta It's in beta, phase. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Don't complain oh, to us yet. There was one more story this week. Uh, so it was revealed by Ryan Johnson, the guy that directed Star Wars episode... Something... Hey, what are you doing over here? Yeah, the guy that directed Knives Out. Um, sorry, I'm being attacked by a cat, and it, based on the story you're going to hear Look, later, get out of here. You're going to. You're. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this um, is embarrassing. <laughs> now everybody's going to know how she treats us. Um, <laughs> oh, Ryan Johnson was saying that uh, mm-hmm. Apple refuses to allow directors to portray villains using iPhones. And 
as such, it ruins some movies because you can tell who the villain is because they are using an Android or oh, other funny. phone. Yeah. Um, number one, wh- who's Apple to tell somebody how to use anything? I mean, it's you, they bought the phone; they can do whatever they want with it. There's no, there's no rules about. Aren't, isn't there something about logos and such maybe I don't know. And, and but major number media? two, who's the real villains here? in this whole situation is it the movie director that wants a villain to happen to use an iphone or the people that have to have suicide nets at their factories i think we all know who the real oh, villains that's are. a big turn sweetie yeah. <laughs> so anyway stupid it's Whoa. dumb we, let's get some villains using iphones because if anything too a lot of times villains are cool like yeah I was gonna they're say, portrayed like, as very cool so you would want them associated with that yeah I've had it with social media this week and I'm not even, I'm barely on social Wait, media. Yeah, but, you're not even on social media. Um, what are you talking even about? Even Twitter, even discord, all of these, everybody's just obsessed with coronavirus. It's Corona 24 oh, yeah, seven and I can't yeah. take it anymore. It's like nobody remembers that we were all going to die from Ebola or MERS or SARS or swine flu or I'm like, you've got to be Spanish flu. <laughs> The one that people actually did die from. Um, no, it's just people are going nuts online. And the worst part is that I've seen so many videos that are very obviously faked or like even people will film a movie with their camera of like somebody bleeding out of their nose or something. And Why do be these like, people do that? Because it's, it's fun, I guess, to trick people. And also it's fun to be scared. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. definitely have coronavirus, but... Um, oh, I hope not I'm because I'm not mean, over the age of 80. I'd still have to work because I work from home. So it's not even like I'd have time off. Because oh, yeah. You, yeah. That's the trick. There's no gotcha. benefit here to me. I wonder if I can work from home. Do you think they'd let me? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, our friend Andrea uh, told me a great story. She said that they were at Whole Foods. They were stocking up. They were doing their pre- their prepper work. And of course, they were doing it at Whole Foods for some reason. Um and she said that the entire quinoa aisle was decimated. There was nothing really? left. So somebody is Maybe out there. they're just going to stop selling quinoa. Maybe that's a choice that Whole Foods I just like made. the idea that, you know, while n- most normal preppers are like eating beans, they're somewhere with artisanal quinoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never um, see that in their like go, go bag advice. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done any hoarding at all. No. Um, no. Like. I don't even think, I think we're out of just like regular supplies too. I, yeah, I don't even know what we have. We have we a do, lot of coffee. We do. And that, we're going to get to that in a bit. Um, but I think in general, we have, we are equipped uh, with the most important thing, which is cash on hand in case of anything major happening. Well, I have like seven bucks right here. Oh, um, I definitely have a quarter <laughs> in my pocket. There you go. Cash on hand. That's more. I guarantee that's cents. It's more than I most can get a fortune with that. Um, you can, and that's a, a good value. Those, the monkey soothsayer at the local pinball bar, um, he only charges a quarter for a, a fortune. Yeah. And uh, the owner was on the phone trying to reorder some more fortunes, and the owner of the company that makes the fortunes answered the phone, 
And he was like, oh, you're, you're going through a lot of these. And he was like, oh, yeah. And the owner said, well, how much are you charging for them? And he said, 25 cents. And the owner flipped out and started yelling at him and was like, you have to charge $2. You can't charge less than $2. This is, you're ruining, because they, they cost more. I think they cost more than a quarter each. But he does it as a loss leader kind of thing, just for fun. Oh, yeah. I mean. So. Wait, why are we talking about the what? monkey soothsayer? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where we are. Um, uh, coronavirus, people hoarding stuff. We have cash in our pockets, so at least we can buy a fortune? fortune. Oh, yeah, we can buy fortunes. Um, um, yeah. uh, another thing is, uh, <laughs> now that touch screens are everywhere, like to buy your train tickets mm-hmm. or to vote or to do anything. Yeah. Now we're just touching everything. We're just It's disgusting. We should not do that. We should go back to people. Paper. People. Paper and people. That's Breathe, how you breathing do. on people. Yeah people breathing on people <laughs> um what Wait, was last thing oh and a new story here? a new story just broke um no i'm just sick of coronavirus oh, okay hype. yeah 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 um but the news did just break that a an amazon employee was found to have coronavirus in seattle so if you ordered anything off amazon guess what you're infected oh no don't say it's that over. i bet it's everyone over. listening has ordered something well this is a good time to stop right there so good time to stop good time to stop it's scary I'm really extremely happy right now because I just realized I had no idea if this was actually recording or not, and I checked, and it is. Oh, so. oh my gosh, you <laughs> would have had to start over. <laughs> um, so, um, for surveillance state, yeah, um, New Mexico is suing Google. I don't know if you read about this. They are suing Google because Google was doing something that they do around the country, which is a free Chromebook giveaway to all students. Right which I have railed against before. I said that it gets kids introduced, inducted into the Google ecosystem mm-hmm. yeah, and gets them uh, using Google before they can get gotten by whatever other services. And even further than that, uh, the school system is suing based on the fact that uh, this, there's tons of surveillance involved with uh, the Google Chromebook and having an account with Google. And there are laws that prevent... Um, I don't know if it's just in New in sorry in uh, New Mexico. I'm not sure. <clears throat> did I say New Zealand the first time? I feel no, like I no, you okay. said New Mexico. Um, there are laws that <laughs> protect the privacy of minors, and they think that they're trying to portray this. The school system is as a workaround to get around the laws that are supposed to be protecting the identities of minors. So yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Hopefully, it keeps going forward. It's not there's, good. These these free Chromebooks, like I've said before, there's nothing free about them. They're wealth paid for by um just the amount of data and like i said getting people into the ecosystem yeah there are long-term payoff there are a lot of classes that are being run through google Google docs um i guess the laptops one interesting story i read about these laptops or the chromebooks is that they by the school system can be disabled from doing things like um instant chatting that kind of thing instant messaging so that the kids aren't talking to each other all day yeah but the kids found a workaround so they are passing messages back and forth on google spreadsheets oh shared spreadsheets that's great hard times Adi. 
stock market crashed last week. You heard about this? Um, I'm sure you did. It just you can't escape it. You know I, why? I hear about that, but I don't understand anything about the stock market, the so it doesn't mean much to me. Media is, I believe, they report the stock market to make you think that the stock market has any effect on your daily life. You listen to NPR and they have like this wah-wah sad trombones at one yeah. part of the day. They're always reporting what the stock market's doing, whether or not it affects your life at all. But it was a mass- massive crash. Um, they, it lost, I think, 3.5% in two or three days, which was the largest drop since 2008, which was the last major recession. And their excuse was that it was panic based on coronavirus. But the thing is that how long have we been dealing with coronavirus? How long have they known that the stock or that the supply chain was going to be affected? Um, China is actually on the uptick of getting over the coronavirus. Um, I would, I have been saying for a bit now that I think that the reason that this was going to be used as an excuse to blow some of the top off the market that was inflated uh, because they've been using every Trump, especially has been using every tool available to keep the stock market rallying in perpetuity. Uh, even though that's not how the market necessarily should be functioning. Um, so they've, they've messed with, they've tweaked in- interest rates. They've used every financial lever that they can to keep things going for an 11th straight year, which is a record. Um, and now I think is a good, as good a time as any for them to pull back on some of that mm-hmm. so that they have room for when the next recession happens to use those tools again. So I think that's probably what was happening was that they were just, she going to get me just <laughs> looking at my arm um the cat um anyway i i, I think that the, the, this crash was um if not planned or coordinated i think it was definitely capitalized on by a lot of companies yeah. to burn off a lot of bad money and um sounds like perfect timing yeah and it's far enough out from the election too that trump doesn't take too big of a hit uh the market will probably be right back up where it was by november and he can claim, oh, your IRAs are doing great again, which is one of his favorite lines. Really? Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. So somebody's, he'll be in good shape. Somebody's making a lot of money. I'll put it that way. It's definitely not the people with IRAs. I read about Australia is working to implement a new debit card like system Uh to distribute their welfare benefits to people in need of basically what we would call snap here Is snap new york state i think it is right we have snap yeah but i mean it's a new york state program it's not a federal oh um that i'm not sure about it's basically food stamps yeah um they are working to uh do that in in lieu of a previous cash payment i guess was going through um, but the conservatives in Australia uh, decried the cash program, saying that the money was being used for drugs, alcohol, and gambling, of course. And so this new card system is going to prevent all that because the new card can't be used at liquor stores. It doesn't go through at stores that sell alcohol, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, only approved pr- stores? Only approved stores and only approved uh, items. Um, the problem with this system, though, is that they've already shifted. Uh, they, they have rent subsidy stuff as well. And one of the uh, a woman they spoke to was trying to pay her rent, and she said she had never been late on her rent ever before, 
uh, she tried to pay it with this de- new debit card system, yeah. and the government system kept um, delaying and then finally putting the money back into her account and not into her landlord's account. And so she called customer service, and they said, well, just keep trying. It'll go through eventually. And uh, so she was several days late on her rent. Um, in addition to that, the cards look very generic, and they're very noticeable if you, yeah. when you go to use them. So people are embarrassed, it's not a good to, experience u- they're embarrassed to use them, which they found is actually pushing people to not use it, not into not using them, which is just further isolating them. Yeah. So that's awful. Cash. Give people cash. Yang bucks. Everybody needs Yang bucks. Speaking of grocery shopping, New York state banned plastic bags, single use plastic bags. Mm Mm-hmm. That's before we get to the carve-outs, right? They didn't really ban it. They just banned it at no. grocery stores? Um, grocery stores, I guess, like, if you go to a clothing store, you aren't going to get a plastic bag. But right? you can still get them where? At delis? Um, and restaurants, I think? I, I'm i not sure. No, restaurants for sure, the to-go bag. Um, why, do, why is that allowed? I don't know. Lobby, right? That's the restaurant only, lobby. That's yeah. the only thing you can imagine because I feel like that's the number one place where I would take it out. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if I were for a ban on personal I'm, business, I'm actually fine with plastic bag ban. Cause I hate walking around and seeing them blowing in the trees. Oh yeah. And just seeing, knowing that they're going into the ocean and that animals do eat them cause they think they're jellyfish. Yeah. It's just, I don't mind paper bags and I don't mind reusable bags. Um, the one place that I have been upset, well, other than constantly forgetting to bring a bag, but they do offer the paper bag. It's, yeah. what is it, five cents? Five Ten cents. cents. Which is fine. I actually like paper bags, and I kind of have always preferred they them They have over very plastic. sturdy ones. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, number one, I forget the bag, which, I mean, everybody always complains about. But, number two, the only other time that I've really been upset is when I go to uh, Rite Aid, because you're buying cereal boxes and toilet paper, usually there, and they used to have those giant bags. Oh, yeah. And so, I was trying to picture having to haul cereal and toilet paper home the other day and i was just like forget it i'm not this is why we're not we're <laughs> gonna die in the apocalypse we, don't have it. we didn't get cereal and toilet paper because i was thinking about the idea of having to carry it all home okay <laughs> i'm sorry i failed you because of the plastic no, bag it, we can work it out we'll talk about other bag scenarios um the other th- <laughs> the only other time actually that i was kind of like man i wish we had plastic bags still it was i was buying the chicken today chicken and bacon and usually I like to get those wrapped just separately so that the chicken juice, because the place that we get, oh, they, like they the meat. S- for stuff like that, you're supposed to, they're supposed to still give you the plastic bag for food items. That they didn't even raw. have any plastic bags. Oh, but they're supposed to like, for like, yeah, like raw chicken, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, they, I want to bag it. They wrap it and yeah, that's part of the carve out. Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. Um, All right. Well, I mean, we that doesn't to- mean that they're, I guess it doesn't mean that they necessarily have them, but do, they can. They, do you think they got rid of the plastic bag? recycling bin at the local grocery store that's gonna be phased out we gotta we gotta take that bag we have to take it now we have a whole bag of bags yeah otherwise we're gonna have to bury it in the backyard oh no no we're not going to though because we're gonna make it in time i'm not sure what the deadline is okay So this is our political segment, which 
we already covered some politics, so I'm trying to find something that's a little bit different than just Super Tuesday election special. I which, support multiple politics that's are. or dumb. <laughs> um, there was last week a WAPO, Washington Post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos. I forgot and, about that. Yes. And Conveniently. Conveniently, and they are the most anti-Bernie Sanders. They have a woman on staff who does nothing but write anti-Bernie Sanders pieces. So obnoxious. Um, there was a Washington Post opinion piece titled, It's time for the elites to have a bigger say in choosing the president. Wait, what? It was an opinion piece. Again, I'll say it one more time. It's time for the elites to have a bigger say in choosing the president. And so in the opinion piece, um, it was, they were, she was saying basically that there needs to be it needs to be less about the popular vote and more about the people who run the party helping to establish which candidates are viable um she said that if they had done this uh donald trump would not be president because the people the will of the people wouldn't have been the law um the problem that i have with this automatically is well number one uh, so again, the title was "It's time for the elites to have bigger say in choosing the president." It was later changed to "It's time for preference primaries," which <laughs> is, is, was pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's funny. That's but, a huge difference. So she's saying that we need the elites in the party to be able to, for example, just kick out Bernie Sanders at some point, rather than having to figure out a way to get Biden boosted enough that he can take him out on his own. Or at least challenge him to the all the way to the elect uh, to when they can rig it at the debate or at the uh, Democratic convention. Right, right. Um, and she's saying that you know the will of the people is not the party. And the problem that I have with that is that that we've spent four years saying that the will of the people should have decided the last presidential election. Yeah. Or hearing that, I should say. Um, and that's the entire reason that the Electoral College exists is to prevent a popular candidate from overwhelming the will of the smaller states mm-hmm. or the less populous states, I yeah. should say. So it, they're trying to have it both ways. We have two conspiracies today because I remembered one that I like a lot. And then I, we were given one. Um, I got a lot of hot info this week. Really? Um, we that we got the quinoa hoarding. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, good. um, we got this conspiracy theory all from Andrea. I also think I caught the, con- the coronavirus from Andrea, no, but you don't have any of the symptoms. What, what are the symptoms? I don't know. <laughs> well, how do you know? I don't have them. <laughs> I know. I just don't want you to. You know, okay. Um, I'm, I feel kind of warm, but I'm also wearing a sweater. You're wearing so, a sweater. And I'm sitting right next to the heater, so that <laughs> might be part of it. Um, all right, conspiracies. All right, conspiracy theory. First conspiracy theory. Thinking about Corona got me thinking about the last... I remembered another one that we forgot. Zika. Remember Zika was going to kill everybody? Zika, 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 Zika. Zika, 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 Zika. Zika. <laughs> yeah, so Zika, the mosquito-borne illness that was giving babies tiny heads. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Okay. I don't think mosquitoes were causing the microencephaly, the tiny heads in Brazil. I think that there may have been uh, some in other areas of the world that were caused by Zika, but I do not believe that the tiny heads in Brazil in particular were caused by Zika. I think that they were caused by uh, runoff chemicals from rainforest deforestation. 
And I think that the government and the corporations down there that are doing it found a convenient scapegoat to avoid litigation. Is that is is this still a problem? I it has not become as or I have not heard about it in forever because we had like all pandemic panics, it just died off, you know, when yeah. it didn't materialize. So I wonder. I think it was. Um, actually, I need to look more into it because I haven't looked at it in maybe six months. But that's a good question you've, to see the. the I want to know, rate. yeah. And you're you've brought up this theory before, and yeah. and I think it's really interesting because it's just a kind of thing that they would want to cover up. Remember, if they were covering every single person that um, was infected with Zika in New York City for a while. It was like really out of control. People were scared of it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. To freak out. Yeah. yeah, it disappeared. I wonder why that is. It's it's going to be the same with the coronavirus. It's going to disappear. Nobody cares. Um, also, we should stop calling it coronavirus. We should call it COVID-19 because... That's the name. Yeah, that's the name of that specific thing. Although it's a stupid name. It all, like, Is it? MERS and SARS. I, that's easy to remember. Swine flu. That's easy to remember. COVID-19. It, that, it's just a bad name. It sounds like a degreaser. Industrial degreaser. It's just the name. <laughs> I think it's pretty okay. Like, I don't know. Coronavirus oh, 2019. Right. What's the so, B for? I don't know. Here's the hot... <laughs> a homebrew conspiracy theory that Andrea hit me with the other day. Okay, I'm concerned already. The coronavirus was released by Donald Trump to kill off what? Bernie Sanders and Joseph Biden. So let's look at the evidence here. The coronavirus, like I said, specifically hits people in their 70s and 80s. The mortality rate skyrockets once you near 80, right? Donald Trump is in that age group. So is Joe Biden. And Bernie Sanders. So you might say to yourself, well, why is Donald Trump going to release a virus that he's going to catch and get sick? Donald Trump is a notorious germaphobe. He hates. Is he really? He hates touching people's hands. He apparently washes his hands constantly. He's a germaphobe. So I think he's safe. That's why his doctor says he's in excellent health, right? Well, his doctor is kind of amazing. <laughs> that 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 whole thing, that I don't whole know, thing, that was yeah. amazing. The doctor saying that he was in fantastic health without uh-huh. ever actually having examined him. Was, <laughs> I loved that. Um, yeah, that doctor, he gets an A in my book. I don't. I, an I, a that's from kind, double dungeon. That's the kind of that, he's. I would endorse that doctor, and I would also <laughs> go to him because that's the kind of doctor I like. The ones that's like, eh, it's not a big deal. You're fine. You're, deal with it. That, that's my kind yeah. of doctor. I've had, we had those. Remember I had one doctor that had alligator shoes on? I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that guy was great. Um, anyway, so Donald Trump is killing off Joseph Biden and Bernie Sanders with the coronavirus. The end of conspiracy. Um. Where is this? It's not a while from not for a while. I moved it, I guess. Uh, I don't see it, but I know I know what it was. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm watching a company. I keep seeing. Okay. So New York City has a very famous coffee truck that parks in Astor Square. Astor Square. Astor Place. Astor Place. But what's the name of that? That square doesn't have a name. Even if it does, nobody calls it that. Yeah. So Astor it parks on Astor Place, which is St. Mark's Place, Um, and. It very famously is has been there for how long? Like twenty five years? Twenty years? What? Mud. So mud coffee I, truck. I have no idea. Yeah. Everybody it's been there everybody a long knows time. this coffee truck and they know there's you like, seen it. There's yeah. A lot of times there's a line to get a coffee there. It's very famous. I have I keep seeing so we live somewhere near I don't know where it is, but there must be a canteen somewhere 
that food trucks go and get washed out and clean up and prepare for the next day of business. I keep seeing this coffee truck that is orange and brown and has a logo that's very similar to mud, but it's called Love. Love Coffee Truck. Really? It's like the biggest ripoff ever. It looks exactly the same. I want to know where they go park. <laughs> I, and I, I was like, thinking about should it. Should it to serve people? Like where they yeah. s- sit during the day? Like where do they? Where are they going that they're ripping this other truck off so deliberately? Oh, I think I've seen that truck. Well, because I think I've been confused have you by seen, it. Have you seen the Love Truck? Email us doubledungeon at hotmail dot com. <laughs> We have um, to follow up on this, like, for real. Love coffee truck. Yeah. Write it down. Make a note. Because it's weird. It's super weird that it's so specific. And it reminds me of the Mr. Softy battles that were going on with the ice cream trucks. There was Mr. Softy and then there was Mr. Tasty, right? Oh, Mr. Tasty. And which one was the real one? That one was a fake one? Um, But, I mean, it. I've grown up with Mr. Softy, so Mr. I, Tasty, I, I think, I is know. a fake one. And it got to the point where people were, like, menacing each other with baseball bats and, like, <laughs> really, like... It was a I, big thing. I, I want to look that because I remember it being a very good like neighborhood story. Yeah, you know, um, like local crime. So, um, anyway, we got we got to figure it out. Email us if you know anything about this love truck. Like I just said, email us. Up. Double Dungeon at Hotmail.com. Email us. Email us. Anything. But also, Adi, yeah. we, have a new, we have a new segment. Are you excited? Oh, we have a new segment? Yeah, it's really? related. It's related. Okay. So they can email us at Double Dungeon at Hotmail.com, and I'll read your email here. Or if you would like to tell a story in your own words... Adi? Yeah. We have a voicemail box now. <laughs> oh, right. And I can download beta, it. Beta, beta. Beta, beta. Yeah. Don't complain <clears throat> yet if um, it doesn't work right. So I set up a... Oh, actually, you know what? I have to put the message on. I didn't even do that yet. Um, you can call and leave an actual voicemail up to three minutes long um, to our brand new voicemail box. Uh, the phone number that you want to dial to leave a voice message is V I L E. Two eight one three three zero. Now you might be wondering, that's not even a phone number. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? It's that, that's the number for a voicemail box. Just dial it. So it's V I L E two eight one three three zero. And I was like, that's people aren't going to get that. No, but you love it, and that's I all that matters. It. It's your and show. So I made I made a jingle for it. <laughs> I made a jingle. Okay. So if they want to call us, they oh can gosh, call us. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. They can call us at... <laughs> and so the reason that our number is V-I-L-E-281-330, for people who don't know, um, I did a search for any phone numbers that I could find that had 281330, uh, because that is Mike Jones, the rapper's phone number, or was, and I definitely wanted that so that I could use him singing 281330. Yeah. And we randomly found one that had no uh, digits one or zero as the uh, the first four digits. Mm. And 
knowing what I know about phone systems, one and zero don't mean anything. Oh, does one? Wait, maybe one does. Zero definitely do, doesn't mean anything. So you don't you want a phone number with without a zero if you want it to spell something. So I found one. That's V I L E two eight one three three zero. I'm gonna play it one more time. V I L E All right, so this segment, this voicemail segment, I got an idea for it. I think that I'm going to bring up a topic each week, and I want people to call in with their voicemails, and I want them to tell a story, the, way, the same way we tell stories about stuff. I want them to tell a story from their life that may be related to the topic. Well, that sounds good. So this week's topic is... No fri- guarantees. This week's topic is fried chicken. I want to hear stories about fried chicken. Really? Anything funny that happened with fried chicken? Did you get the the sandwich at uh, what what place has it? Popeyes. People love. Did you wait online at Popeyes and they were sold out? I don't know. Fried chicken. Yeah. Did you did you ever eat at Capri fried chicken? You don't even know what that is. That's I why do. we need. Oh, you do know what it is, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, if you I'm ever sorry, ate, if you ever I ate do. at Capri fried chicken, we definitely <laughs> need to preserve the memory of that place because I actually I realized I don't think I ever went in there. I think I just ever ate the Capri fried chicken. So anyway. Fried chicken. I think we should talk about fried chicken. I have a pan, a cast iron skillet. It's from the 40s that is called the chicken fryer because it's a nine inch cast iron skillet that's like three inches deep and it's perfect for frying like three or four pieces of chicken at once. It's the best. So again, give us a call. I'm gonna call us. One more time. Why is this not in... This is in no order anymore. I don't know what, what happened to this. I don't know. It makes it more interesting for us. <laughs> makes it a little more yeah, awkward to do. Which one are you talking about? Yeah. So this is a stories from our lives segment. And I wanted to talk about my um, lifestyle choice that has been very difficult for some people to understand. And that is freeganism. Do you okay. know what freeganism is? Yeah, but you should still elaborate. <laughs> so freeganism is people who... Eat things that are free. For example, leftovers. Remember, what was that uh, Seinfeld where he's eating the, the, the what was it, a, <laughs> an eclair off the top of the garbage? What? Oh, I don't remember that. There's an episode where George really? is eating an eclair that was, it was sitting on top of the trash, but it was still in the trash. <laughs> and so the rest of the, se- the episode is about if he was eating garbage or not. So free, that's basically freeganism is finding and eating food that is not bad. Um, examples of this include when people, uh, leave, they'll leave like half of, half of a pizza at my work. Yeah. I'm totally going to have a slice of that and feed the rest no, of my coworkers. But just to be clear, not like half a slice that's been eaten, like half a pizza pie. Did I, did I stutter? I know, I know what you <laughs> meant. <laughs> and, now, and now I'm wondering why I have coronavirus, by the way, but. <laughs> no, you don't. Um. Um, when I used to work at the movie theater, there was an Italian restaurant on the first floor that was a fairly nice Italian restaurant. And one day somebody had left, uh, it was two pork chops and polenta. And I totally ate that. Um, and I have no idea how long it had been sitting in the movie theater. Um, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> what other free food? Oh, well, your fr- our friend was making fun of me because remember that time that somebody left like an almost entire buffalo chicken pizza? Oh, yeah. I, I went and bought Ziploc Wait, bags. which friend was making fun of you? It was you? Lorraine. Oh, yeah. I went and bought Ziploc bags, and I put it all away, and I froze a lot of it, and I've been very slowly 
eating a it slice every, every few weeks, and it's perfectly yeah, it was good. Totally good. Although buffalo chicken is not my favorite pizza, that's like maybe two steps above Quad City style pizza. I'm not into buffalo chicken pizza. It's just it's kind of weird it's because it's fine. Yeah, it. I just don't like that. The, it's like fried chicken on a pizza with lots of cheese. I don't know. It's just too rich. But much. I, it, small one small slice every once in a while is fine. Um, let me see. If I feel anything. like you're giving out advice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, how do you, you know, that's? I mean, this ties into the popcorn, getting the popcorn bag out of the the garbage. Does, oh, you didn't already mention that. I oh, did I? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, if you go to the movie theater, uh, you just dig around in the garbage for a while, get the lar- extra large bag out of there, empty it, and then go get it refilled. <laughs> or or don't. That's that's how the yeah or don't, or don't and that's how you end up <laughs> chewing somebody else's gum like that one. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> anyway, freeganism. Consider it as a lifestyle choice. Buddy, we're still looking for our MeUndies or ZipRecruiter endorsements. Oh, oh, a sponsor. Sponsor, yeah. All right, well, um, who, who could sponsor us? I don't know, but if you are a company, um, you can email us at doubledungeon at hotmail.com, or you can you could also leave a voicemail. Um, but if, if I could choose a sponsor, I think we should be sponsored by Cafe Bustelo. My favorite Ooh. pre-ground Bustelo. coffee. Where's mm. it even from? Give me that can. I, I don't, don't even know. know what country it's from. I, if, I'm gonna, is you're going to get mad if I move. Just don't bump the mic. Thank you. So I love Cafe Bustelo. Who doesn't? Because I drink my coffee as espresso. Um, oh, wait. We know someone who doesn't like with, it. Yeah, we do know somebody. Whatever. He doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, he's... It doesn't... Where does it say it's from? It's Miami. So it's probably Cuban, I guess, maybe. But who it's knows? delicious. It's good. Um, it's pre-ground, which is not my ideal, but I go through it fast enough that the vacuum pack brick maybe lasts like a 10 ounce brick lasts like a week and a half. And the best part about cafe Bustelo is that number one, it, it's coffee. And number two, it's two 10 ounce bricks for $5 usually. So it's 20 ounces of coffee for $5. Um, I actually like the flavor. It's very robust. Um, we have a friend that did not like it, but it's because he was trying to use his AeroPress yeah. fancy coffee maker, <laughs> and he just said that it, the flavor was not up to his standards. Um, I disagree completely. Like I said, I use my Bialetti, and I make, I, I think ours is a three-cup Bialetti, and then I boil some water, and I add that to make Americano, and I love it. I have one of those in the morning. It's fantastic. It tastes good with your, the way you like it with hot milk. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's I like stuff. it. I like the smell. It reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. It's very, like, as soon as you crack, when we crack it open at work, that's it's what we use at work. Yeah. People are great. always like, oh, you guys sell coffee? Really excited. And I'm like, I hate to no, burst no. your bubble. No, get out of here. That's no, my coffee. Don't. That's You're my at a coffee. bar. Don't drink my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Bustelo, you should sponsor this show, oh, this radio yeah. show. Um, we talk about smell. you every episode. I, if, if you can. I don't even need like a lot of free product. I just need you to do the two for $5 sale at Associated more often. Uh, last time I went, because <laughs> it was like a Let's while. Make a deal. It, was like, it was like a month and a half where they weren't doing the two two for $5 sale and it's four ninety nine regular or maybe it's three ninety nine, but it's it's still like almost twice the price. 
And so when I went in, I grabbed six immediately of the 10 ounce bricks and we have a big stack of them up there. Yeah. And there was a lady, doing, a, lot. a lady was doing the exact same thing. And she was like, it hasn't been on sale for a bit. And I was like, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh man. Oh thank, my God, you made a solid connection with someone. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Adi. What's up? I have a new friend. Okay. So Who's near our house. I, I, that's good. You, you need another friend. Near our house, um, there is a discount dollar store. It's not a dollar store. It's a discount store, right? Called yeah, D- it's not a dollar store. D2, or as Mike Blaine, the person who told us about the rotary phone, has called it several times, D-squared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like so that better. There's D2. It's like a cheap chain that they, they have a bunch in Queens and they have them here in Brooklyn. Um, it's like Rainbow, but better, right? Yeah, I, what was the old name? Double D. Double D. Yeah. So if, you, if you're listening, you might know it by that name. Is there yeah. more than one? Yeah. Yeah. Multiple. There used to be one on 14th Street. So I'm looking it up because I want to get the wording correctly. There, they employ people to stand at the door and check your receipt as you exit yeah. to make sure that you're not stealing and they have like there's a lady that's maybe like 40 something and then there's an older guy who's got to be like maybe 60 who is about five feet tall i think he's indian if i had to guess and for some reason he loves me he absolutely loves me every time i go in there He's like, welcome, welcome, my friend, welcome, like shakes my hand. So nice to see you. Oh, welcome, my friend. And it's just me. I've, I've seen, I've watched really? other Are you, have you been it's watching? Like, yeah. And I don't know if it's because he thinks I'm Indian, which I get every once in a while or what, but he's, Are you just there often? No, I go there maybe like once every week and a half, once every two weeks. Okay. Because what I buy there is like, I can't even think what I buy there. Like t-shirt, you know, just knock off Hanes that I need for yeah. sleep or like- Random cleaning products are cheaper there. Um, bath mat. Oh, so I was there. <laughs> I was there the other day getting a new bath mat because uh, Mookie has destroyed one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also need. We need a new uh, pillowcase because your last one uh, just disintegrated. <laughs> just I suddenly decided to break apart. What <laughs> happened? A million pieces. I don't know. You're made of acid. I think. Anyway, so I got a, just a cheap chill- pillowcase till we can go to somewhere else with nicer pillowcases and the bath mat. And I go and I check out and I'm going to leave and the little Indian guy um, on the way out, I went to go show him my receipt and he, he went, he kind of made a hand gesture and he said, no, no, I don't need to see her. He said, really? I, I respect you and you are a good friend to me. What? And I was like, <laughs> that's a, that's kind of amazing. I'm going to shop at D2 more often. If, <laughs> if that's, I'm a good friend to him because I don't steal, I guess. I don't know. But he, he just cons- come he off as like an upstanding citizen. He considers me a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very sweet. It's I weird, agree. but it's very sweet. <laughs> wow. So I made a new friend. I don't. Wow. I don't even know his name. Yeah. The little, well, you ought to ask. He's. That's the other thing is he's he waves at me whenever I walk by because I walk up and down Manhattan Avenue a lot. Yeah. And it's on Manhattan, and whenever he sees me, he's always like, "Ah, oh, wave," and I wave back. So wow, you're that's like part a neighborhood it. guy. Yeah, we're we're very good. Oh. I wonder if he's friends with Foot Guy, Crazy Foot Guy. That's a different story. You need to learn his name. Hey, 
want to do bad things. I was remembering the other day. So I went to a Catholic elementary school. And I don't know why, but they're the same joke, which is extremely racist, has persisted Dude, for over can I, can I stop you from whatever you're about to say I no you can't okay. you can't stop me <laughs> i'm saying it so it, people I, I guarantee they're still saying it at this school and so it's like a uh, latin america a lot of like chicano kids and for some reason the joke is <sighs> can i exit and then <laughs> you can exit yeah come sure. back? no it's it's terrible but so even as a little kid you would say it and it's you're doing a very bad racist chinese accent and you say me chinese me play joke. Me go pee pee in your coke. Oh, that's terrible. I'm still here. Yeah, and that's terrible. No, they still say it to this day. I guarantee why? it. Really? I don't know why. Why? I don't it's know. awful. It's, it's perpetuated somehow. That's so terrible. It's awful, but also kind of hilarious. No, that it's still it's going. No, it's it's oh. it's been going for like tw- at this point like thirty years at least. Because I went there when I was a, like six years old. Anyway, it's awful. Oh. The other joke that uh, we used to do that I don't know if they still do was okay. where you stick your tongue out. And you say, I was born on a pirate ship. Do you know that one? I was born on a pirate ship. And kids think that's hilarious. Why? Because it sounds like I was born on a pilot. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, you explained it to me and I blocked it out already. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like that one either, but, you know, maybe, maybe I just need to expand my horizons. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I don't know why I remembered <laughs> that, but yeah, that's how it was. Fond, fond memories. Telling these childhood. awful racist. <laughs> I guarantee that when I was a child, I still did not like those jokes. Yeah. <laughs> this corona's got me sweating. <sighs> Coronavirus. Um, there was a glitch this week. Did you hear about this? The Robinhood trading app? I didn't hear about that. So Robinhood trading app is a very popular trading app yeah. with uh, idiots who don't actually understand anything about the stock market. Uh, people who should have no money, no business having money invested in they them. They advertise it for regular people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To and again, trade. the stock market is not a good indicator of the health of the nation's economy. Um, so Robinhood trading app was not allowing trades for two days, two full days. And they are blaming themselves, but they're also blaming um, financial the number of financial transactions. Take take note that this is happening during a, a time of very high instability in the market, like we were talking about earlier. Okay. So they're blaming an increase in transactions, and also that they said that there are, is something on the back end that they need to take care of. Um, somebody on Twitter did some digging, and it appears that they may have forgotten to code in the fact that leap years exist. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> oh, I totally believe that. Oh, that's oh. anyone could have made that mistake. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, I love it. no, I love it. So they're, they're oh, losing. that must have been so painful for whoever. Oh, oh I really feel for them. That's oh. terrible. Wow. So it's going to be a bit before they get things back online. No, but. oh man, <laughs> that's a big deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. 
this can I, I was debating doing this as a gross story time because it was disgusting um last week i had to clean up vomit two days in a row from the bar <laughs> not not like oh you know it was in the bar no it was on the bar and i had to clean it up two days in a row two different people so the first day uh what happened there was a girl who was with a group that seemed they had literally just walked in and ordered a beer and the girl was like immediately started vomiting and she threw up all of, I wonder if it was coronavirus. Oh my gosh. I no, oh my gosh. That. Why are we part of this? This just <laughs> people just nonstop talking about it. So <laughs> she she threw up on the bar and I Im- immediately like started cleaning it up and we got them out and that was fortunate but it was also a pain in the butt um cuz I like to make sure it's extra sanitary in general yeah i don't just like wipe it down with a bar oh, rag gross. Or something. no, no I, I i appreciate you clean the entire yeah. area with cleaner Ugh. and sanitize two nights in a row yeah. the second night it was an, a different girl and she started to throw up and oh no wait i'm mixing up the two stories what wait give me one second oh the first okay so the second night was a, the girl that I'm thinking of. The first night it was a guy. And he okay. he was like signing his bill and just some oh, vomit no, came out. Oh no, oh no. Just like a little bit like he herked and some yeah, vomit came oh. out. And so that was fine. The second did he finish signing his He check? did, okay. uh, but there was vomit on the receipt. Oh no. And Joe was like, uh, it was nasty. Um, <laughs> I cleaned that all up. Sanit- oh no, Max did that. It was Max. That's so gross. I sanitized the whole area. That was the That's first terrible. night. terrible. Was a guy kind of just herking a little bit. Yeah. The second the second night <laughs> time in that week uh it was a girl and she was the one that threw up more voluminously and i told the guys that she was with hey guys she's got to go and they were like what what happened what are you talking yeah. about and i said guys if she's throwing up that means she's had way too much to drink and she needs to get yeah. home and i can't allow this and one of the guys turned to the other guys and he was like oh yeah she did just throw up right there <laughs> 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 and so anyway wow so, I went to the ladies room to make sure she was doing okay and that somebody was with her and she did have a friend there, but she was throwing up in the sink. Oh no. And it was like full to the top of vomit. Why can't she make it to the toilet? I don't, it's the toilet is not even six feet away. No, it's, it's so in your bar. Yeah. It's so close. And so I talked to the friend. I said to the friend, I said, she, I'm sorry. She has to leave. Like, make sure you get her a a car soon. Although they feel bad for the Uber person. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, she just needs, she's fine. She just needs another minute. And I was like, she's not fine. I I told her, I said, she's not fine. I can't allow her to stay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, gotta go a minute later, two minutes later, she came out and she was like, The girl. Yeah, but she's vomiting all yeah. over the place. Yeah. She's feeling and fine. And I was like, "Ladies, I'm sorry. I have to. I have to escort you out." Yeah. And they were like, "What? What happened?" And so wow. I got them out. Went in the bathroom. I put gloves on, and it was so chunky, and it was like pur- deep purple because she had obviously they don't been pay drinking. you enough for that. She had obviously been drinking like nothing but red wine all night, <laughs> and Ugh, the problem is don't. that the sink has like all these little. It the sink isn't just a drain. It's got like little holes. Yeah. And so I had to like take the glove and like constantly be scooping the stuff out of the holes. Oh, man. And then I again sanitized the entire area, uh, mopped the the floor up there. It's, uh, I hate when people. What what is wrong with people? Especially the the second group where they saw her vomit, and then they're wondering and, why I'm asking yeah. her to leave. Pain. pain I don't know. Um. Wait, I had one other story. Oh, I have another story. So I was bartending. And this guy came in, tall guy, and he came up to the bar and he said, 
let me get a, he looked at the menu for a second. And he was like, let me get a, just two IPAs. And I said, okay, cool. So I poured him the two IPAs. Um, I put them down. He gave me a $50 bill and I walked to my register. And as I'm walking, I always do this check, which I'm going to teach you how to do. So you can okay. check your fakes. All right. I did a check and I was like, it failed check number one. And I was like, what, what is going on with this 50? Cause it felt real. And then check number two, I got the pen out, did a little swipe on there, and it came up brown, like dark brown, which means that it's fake. Yeah. And I was like, what? So I looked at the the little hollow foil, and that was bad. And so at that point, I turned and looked at the guy, and he was like gone, completely gone. And you I was knew like, he basically knew you were checking? Yeah. And I was like, well, what happened to the guy? I was like, oh, he knew and probably ran out. Yeah. So I called the manager no good. to come deal with it. And as the manager was coming, the guy came back. What? And he was like making a face like... Where's my change? And really? I, and I, I told the manager to go deal with it, and the guy like sprinted out. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so obnoxious. Yeah. So I had a I had a fake fifty, um, and I was playing with it and showing it to all the bartenders that I know and people, so that they could see this fake fifty. Yeah. And it ripped in half like with no effort last night after being folded a couple times. So it was not. I thought I thought it was maybe a bleached five dollar bill that they had printed, but it but was it wasn't just, even it was, like, just fancy expensive paper. Yeah. So. Um, so the way I'm that glad you check, it's gone. Here, I'm going to get a bill. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we threw it away. Um, I'm getting a bill. Okay. You can't do it with a single. You got to do it. There we go. Five. That'll work. All right. So the first thing you do is when you're checking a bill and you can need do to this. do a video of that. You can do this for your Craigslist sales, that kind of thing. You take the bill and you go to the lapel of whichever president it is. This is Lincoln because it's a five. And you can see there's little like etching grooves. And if you run your finger across that. Wait. You can oh, hear. You, you can, can hear. It's hear like that. a little. It's got little ridges, and you can feel them with your fingernail. So that's the first check that I always do when I'm walking back. Well, that and just feeling the quality of the paper, because some fakes they're they feel like yeah. they're printed on crappy hot press paper. Yeah. Instead of cold press paper. Um. Anyway, so that's check number one, and that that's what it failed first. And then check number two is on a twenty. You look at the corner twenty, and it's printed with color change ink. Or a 50 as well, the same thing. This 5 doesn't have it. And so if you shift it back and forth in the light, it should change colors and glitter. And then number 3 is you hold it up to the light, and you see on a 5 it's, it says 5, but on most of them it has the president's face doubled over there. And you look for the strip. Sometimes the strip's gone because kids like pulling them out. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? Yeah, kids will pull out the, the strips on What bills. kids? There's just I don't know why. Kids Kid, do it. Yeah. Like like children or like children, teenagers? Like teenagers. Or? Teenagers. They'll pull them out. And so it might not have the strip, but it can still be real. Um, so that's it. Okay. You don't even need a pen to usually figure out if it's fake or real. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I successfully um didn't I hope someone lose drank the beers. Um no, we had to do them spill. I was waiting for somebody Aww. to order. I even was like looking. Usually when we that happens, we had another one where I accidentally made a well. Um, sorry, what's the name of that drink? Whiskey Sour. Yeah. And the guy was doing a poor job explaining. And what he actually wanted was a Maker's Whiskey Sour. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, okay. So I had a Maker's Sour. And... So I was looking around trying to see if there was anybody I could give it as like a buyback. Yeah. And I, there was a kid that had been tipping me $3 on every drink that he and his friends were buying. So I ran over there and I was like, here, you've been tipping well all night. That's yeah. specifically why I am giving this to you. And he was excited. So, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, it worked he, out. He got, okay. he came For up then tipped, that's, yeah. yeah, he came up and tipped another $3 on the next drink. Nice. So. So that's tipping. Tipping pays yeah. off. 
Anyway, that's enough work stories. Un, dos, tres, that's enough work stories, but not enough bar stories, I guess, because mm-hmm. this, this story takes place. The other day we were at trying to bar? go out at another bar, but they, it, we were the, going there for the food. Um, there's a bar near us. Should we name the bar? I don't think anybody... No. Nobody listens, right? We don't have to be rude. Okay. So we were going to this place that is known for their nachos. Well, they're, that's what they're... Well, known to us. Known to us. They they serve nachos and they are in our neighborhood. Like Better a than giant, my job is nachos. Giant, yeah, giant plate of nachos and the chips are actually good. They're not Costco or yeah. what is it? Cisco Yeah, chips. they're not Cisco chips. Although they don't use cheese, right? They just use creme, the crema like oh but that's all i care about yeah it's good it tastes good it tastes <laughs> yeah, good. It's good um and it's kind of a little bit lighter than regular nachos anyway so we went there i was like oh that'll be good we can get that snack on that and then we'll go to do something else and so i went and i got there and i put my backpack down and the bartender was helping um you had told me to order because you were on your way yeah and so i put my back and i was so down, hungry and i was gonna go order the nachos and so I go up and she just had finished helping a group of three guys. And so I belly up right to the bar and I'm holding $40 out. Yeah. Cash out. Cash out. Facing and the bartender. I'm facing facing her, looking at the back of her head as yeah. she's using the POS. And then I I had literally just texted or written you a text saying that I was going to order. So I had the right. time code down. Yeah. She proceeded to spend the next 10, actually I think it was uh, closer to 12 minutes, um, not looking at me at all. And it wasn't like she was specifically not making eye contact with me. It's just every single time she walked by me, she somehow had her back to me in a way that made me invisible to her. It was like, it, it, she <laughs> couldn't you, have done This it. isn't a large bar. It's not. Like and she, counter, you know. She could have easily, like, I have no idea how she didn't see me. I have an orange, I had yeah. an orange beanie on. Yeah. Her customers saw you. Yeah. She had two two people that I recognized at the end of the bar. Yeah. Um, and one of them kind of made, after about 10 minutes in, I was like uh, very visibly getting agitated. Yeah. Because she was, so she, oh, anyway, so I was getting agitated and he kind of looked at me and gave, gave kind of like a little half shrug. Like, you know, yeah, it's awkward yeah. for everyone. What do yeah. you do? Yeah. Um, I tell so the bartender how to do her job. She was, mm-hmm. like I said, every time she walked near me, she had her back somehow to me. Uh, she was doing dishes. And then she went and bust some tables and then she went and delivered some nachos to people who were sitting directly next to me. Oh, that's offensive. <laughs> directly next to me. She served them. Oh. And I'm standing there right, yeah. literally one seat over from her, holding money, looking at her. Money that could be hers. Yes. Um, she went to the other end of the bar and helped some people who had just finished their round and she immediately ran over and helped them. And then uh, after 10, 12 minutes, whatever it was of me standing there, uh, a group finished their drinks and they walk up to the bar and she immediately went over and served them. And I was at that point, I what just, do you think was going on? I, I just, don't understand. I think she was being very uh, inattentive in yeah. general to, is it not like she had a reason I, to, I mean, yeah, I it's don't, not like she's, it's not I like mean, you I, know each other. I could have, I, I probably should have just yelled at her or not yelled to get her attention, but I, I hate when people do that. So yeah, I, I don't really like it myself. Do yeah. I, even like a, Hey, would be kind of yeah, i don't know. You know although i was there for 12 minutes so um anyway so we we left i left there because i couldn't take it anymore orange beanie yeah <laughs> got my my stuff and kind of left in a huff and the guy that had given me the shrug yeah. saw me leaving so i'm sure he, they talked about it after i left and then uh we were trying to decide what to eat 
So we went to uh, the gas That's station. That's so annoying. <laughs> the gas station near oh, our yeah, house. Yeah, there's a gas station that there. Happens to, you surprised me. Well, I tried to surprise you. It was a failed surprise. Um, a gas station that happens to have a Burger King, and they have the Impossible <laughs> Whopper at this gas station Burger King. Yeah, does I, it even I had have no a drive-through window? I don't think it does, right? I don't know. No, otherwise I would have probably noticed that there was a Burger King there. Yeah. you have to really make your. So way. I was all I was all mentally prepared to treat you to a, an Impossible Hormone <laughs> Burger, but that you don't they support. Don't, they don't have any seats inside. They have tables, but they there's no, there's two yeah. tables, two small round tables, but no seats. But they don't even the yeah, tables don't even seem like they're part of the Burger King section anyway. Yeah, it's, it's like kind part of the like, gas station yeah. section. <laughs> it was interesting. I was excited, even if we didn't order there. So um, now we're border like going back into the let's sell out segment again. But then we went to uh, a place called Jimbo Slims because I knew they had food. Yeah, and that maybe they would serve you. And they did. The <laughs> I think the guy that was the bartender was the owner, probably. Probably. If I had to guess, he was very nice. I think his name was Jeremiah. Maybe I don't remember something like that. No, Jonathan. Um, I don't like remember. It began with a J, I would. I, I would know if it was Jeremiah. Anyway, though. he was nice. Um, he was very friendly. Uh, we watched some diving, high diving. Phil? Maybe that's it. Maybe Philip. Um, but we, he was excited about the the high diving that was going on. Yeah. It was like people were diving from like 130 feet. It was insane. Yeah, I, that was cool. I can't cool. believe people can like if you mess up, you're dead. Um, anyway, we got you got a shrimp and steak. Quesadilla. Yeah. It was, it was all right. It was My right. nachos. I wouldn't get the nachos again because they were those oh, yeah, Costco they're, chips. Yeah, they were just... But, they were fine. But, but it was all fine. And overall, you know what? Like, I, liked, nice. I liked sitting there with you. And, very nice yeah. guy. Um, and everybody Warm there atmosphere. seemed like they were enjoying themselves. It reminded yeah. me of a Park Slope bar, meaning uh, very neighborhood friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend that place instead. And yes, don't that nacho place i'm hoping it was a one-off thing because i actually do like those nachos I hope so yeah but we'll just we'll have to see oh so today i made some chicken corn chowder and i finished it with cream, which I never usually do. Usually I add a bit of milk towards the end. But I decided to go with cream today, and it came out excellent. I think this is one of the better soups I've ever made. It's really good. It came out exactly I how I wanted it. I want more right uh, the now. The only thing is that it need, it need, I should have bought, instead of one quarter stock, I should have done two. But uh, other than that, it was fine. Everything fantastic. It came out excellent. Um, and the cream, using cream instead of milk inspiration came because i've been watching a new food network uh, food channel on youtube which is called daddy daddy jack's cooking with the blues and it is a very large man who kind of reminds me of my dad a little bit who is based out of new london connecticut and he's got hundreds of videos actually he's got a lot of videos and he's not the greatest cook and he's not the greatest presenter but there's something calming. Uh, number one, I think I do like that he kind of reminds me of my dad, especially some of his mannerisms. But number two, uh, his dishes, they the platings are not ideal on some of them, but he's he's he does his best. He's in New London, Connecticut. Um, anyway, it's very entertaining. I love watching that one when I'm cooking, or not cooking, when I'm counting money, uh, because he's very congenial, and also he gets a lot of, uh, he does a lot of episodes that are like, 
somebody who watches the channel just happens to be in New London, down from like New <laughs> Brunswick or like oh, some wow. other yeah. like towny town. And they're like super excited to meet him, like a celebrity chef. Oh, Meanwhile, wow. these videos have like, you know, 50,000 views maybe, which is, yeah, it's a lot, but it's not not a ton. And he he like lets them stir and lets them help if they're oh, kids. Oh, that's so sweet. They at least get a taste it if they're adults at the end. Yeah. So I recommend that channel. That's my Daddy new Jack's. one. Daddy Jack's. I, I don't know that I would necessarily follow his recipes or anything, but it is entertaining. Um, his recipes actually tend to all use the exact same ingredients no matter what they are which is also entertaining to me um there's a lot of mirepoix in everything even things that i don't think i've necessarily seen the full mirepoix used in yeah mirepoix being the 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 french mix of stew vegetables so i see yeah it's a it's a good channel i like i want to see it yeah well he's as soon as you see him you'll see what i'm talking about about how he kind of reminds me of my dad yeah It's that time you've been dreading, Adi. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Fun to do bad things. <laughs> that's Mookie. That was Mookie the other day. Yeah, that's terrible. So we were sitting in the living room. Yeah. And she jumped up on you and you were saying, oh, you smell terrible, Mookie. Yeah. Go lick your butt, which is the solution is usually she just needs for to the, clean after music. Yeah. She's very, very uh, long hair. And so she needs to go clean. And so she went away. She smelled terrible. And then like, what was it, an hour later, two hours later, like an hour half later, an hour, half an hour later, yeah. something like that. Um, I was in bed and she jumped up on the side of the bed and immediately just <laughs> like, it was like a Mike Tyson punch to the face <laughs> of stink. She smelled atrocious. So gross. So bad. And so I was like, Mookie, ah, get out of here. I can smell poop. Look at her. She's trying to be cute right now. Yeah. Um, not buying like, it. Get out of here. I, get, I smell that you pooped Disgusting. somewhere. And so I followed her. She ran hissing away. And I could see that she had like a oh, giant. Yeah. It was a giant turd mashed into her That's butt. That's so disgusting. And I had noticed earlier in the day that she was like scooting, doing a little booty scoot. That's also gross. Yeah. On, the, on, the, on her little on scratch pad. The, yeah. And so I yelled at her when she was doing that. And then she tried doing it again on the scratch pad. So I yelled at her again and she so stopped. clearly she was having issues. She was having issues. So... I had to trick her. I had to get the cat uh, treats out and I made her a little pile of cat treats and she came over. She already knew something was up though. And yeah. she came over and I went and got a bunch of um, wipes, wet wipes. And I like, I, <laughs> I have a way because she, she's gotten butt dreads in the past that I had to cut out. Yeah. I know that if you kind of pet her and tickle her down towards the base of her tail, she sticks her butt up naturally. So I did that while she's eating the treats, and then I reached in and just grabbed a big chunk That's of turd. So, oh, I'm so, <laughs> so terrible. And, and like ripped it out. And you must love your cat. Meanwhile, she's Her like, cat. Wah, yeah. wah, like screaming, yeah. and then immediately runs back and starts eating more because <laughs> she's a little greedy. Yeah, she, she started eating more. Clearly, she's to, really. Bothered. I had to do like four different grabs to get it all out. There was so, so much. So gross. And she smells better, and she she's fully clean today. So, but it was yeah. It was You're a hero. Awful. You're an apartment I'm hero. A real American hero. <laughs> it was it was definitely what not. What's wrong with her? Not great. Not ideal. <laughs> so I. 
I don't think I've talked about this. I, I, I forget it. I'm, I'm never going to say that again. I'm going to just keep talking about the same segments over and over. <laughs> Did I talk about chest chopping people? I don't think so. So Papa used to love doing a wrestling chop. So a wrestling chop is like a flat handed smack to the chest. Yeah. And he used to love doing that. And he would do it to us kids and it wins you. It hurts like crazy. And I, I almost did it again the other night. That's why I'm thinking about it right now. Wait, to whom? To Dave, to the same person that I always almost do oh. it to. And um, I do it accidentally to people that I'm not <laughs> related directly to, although I do it to them too. But it's hilarious every single time smacking somebody right square in the chest and winding them. And he was, Papa was really strong. So it was like, yeah. if he hit you in the center of the chest, you were winded. You couldn't breathe. Right. And I keep almost doing it to David, although I have done it to him several times in the past. Um, well, he's menacing. I love, I, love chest, <laughs> I love chest chopping people. It's Look up a wrestling chop if you want to know what I'm talking about. We'd have to look it up. It's just a big, Even I've seen it's you a do big that. smack with a flat hand and it makes a big loud whack. Yeah. And Endearing. he used to love it. You'd just be watching TV or whatever and then all of a sudden you can't breathe ever again. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. Wait, what? What's happening? Okay. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Okay. So this this is a segment for free stuff and junk. And uh, at work, we got a bottle of vodka. I guess it came with a... I'm looking at it because I've never heard of this brand before. I don't think I want to name check them that I got this. Yeah, but, don't um, do that. I got it out of the freezer. Um, they sent us a bottle of gin, a bottle of bourbon, and a bottle of vodka. And I got the vodka. And uh, I'm excited to have it because whenever we have a party, people always raid our freezer and steal anything that... Well, yeah. That's the thing, though, is that we never bought what's in there. So I don't care so if they raid it. Fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. We got a bottle of vodka. Um, what else? Uh, oh, and then we didn't get anything else this week. I... Am trying to not be a hoarder, so we didn't pick up the Wheel of Fortune that we saw the Wheel of Fortune board, board game, game, yeah, <laughs> which looked complete. Um, and there was also a Polaroid camera gift set, which I've never seen before. It was a big box that must have come with film at some point in time. That makes sense, yeah. But I'm not a hoarder. Oh, the poor camera. That camera's out in the Hanging rain out. somewhere, getting ruined. Oh. The problem, though, is I already have that, that style of camera. Let's go um, get the camera. No, I don't want the camera. Um, but the, I feel I, bad the, that it's in the garbage. There was also a Family Feud board game. What was the other board game? Pictionary. Pictionary. Eh, Pictionary's dumb, but Family Feud was slightly tempting, too. So, uh, get stuff out of the garbage. Only a fool could walk away from me this time. Can you talk about this? Um, yeah. Me, uh, just talk about it in, in a way in, that... In short. Yeah, in short. Just make it short. Okay. Um, how do I even... Three, um, okay, so... What? what how, I just want to... I think it's funny that there's... We're being cryptic. Wait, no, these I don't... <laughs> 
Um, I, I don't let this. I'm never good with this segment. Um, but <laughs> do you want me to go back and delete all <laughs> what this? Should I, what should I say, say about it? Just that there's a bundle of money that is moldy, and that you have oh, had at to my job interface yeah. with several times. We got we got um, change from the bank for work, um, and and there is a a surprise like bundle like of a hundred singles. Um, and then the entire bundle, I, I, well, I gave it, I gave it out for safe change at one of the bartenders and, um, for the door. And then they gave it like almost right. They'd already opened it that they pretty much gave it right back to me. And they're like, can we please just change this for another, another pack? It was entirely moldy. Um, the texture was weird and it's, it, it, yeah. So the feeling was weird and it was completely spotted. Like the individual dollar bills were spotted, and it's it, it was just a gross experience. Probably we had all to wash our hands. Black mold. Why, why was this even available? Why did why did they give this out to us? Um, it was gross. Yeah, this belongs in the gross gross section. <laughs> it's awkward. I got a re- recommendation, and it's not just for you. Although, what is it? I mean, at times, I think you should listen to this recommendation. Um, drink more water. Oh, I Everybody definitely have to listen to that. Drink yeah. some more water. Get a water bottle. Drink a, a set number a day. I don't think I... Be a healthy person. For as much coffee as I drink, I, I think I drink a lot of water for most people, but I'm also super sensitive when, to when people have bad breath. Like, yeah. whenever anybody is... You can tell that a lot of people, especially working in bars, they just don't drink enough water, and then they'll have like a tequila after work, and they just smell like ugh, like a little tequila mummy. It's disgusting. <laughs> just drink a, drink a bunch of water. Like for every cup of coffee I drink, I think I probably drink a pint and a half or two pints of <laughs> seltzer. So seltzer with grapefruit or seltzer. You with drink lemon. so much seltzer, so I think between that and your actual direct water yeah. intake, you're I doing just, you're doing great. Drink more water. Don't be a little mummy. <laughs> it's disgusting. These aliens are going to come and add hot water and it's going to be like a ramen packet for most of these people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time for the C block. I forgot. There we go. I have a minor follow up to last week's show. Okay. Where we were talking about whorehound drops, going to yeah. Jerry's nut house and Papa getting whorehound drops. Um, she said that her, my, oh, sorry, I was on the phone with Mama and she said that her friend's dad used to love them, love them. And they like, were like, love them. they've always been like old people candy because it, it's back when, you know, like molasses drops were popular. I'm sure whorehound drops were popular. That makes but sense. she said that whorehounds, it's a type of herb. And so it's kind of like, to me, if I had to, put the flavor on it it's like a really bad version of root beer that's the flavor oh okay but like it's like, like root beer mixed side with or root beer mixed with dirt is the way i would say it like it tastes like the outside of a piece of ginger probably tastes oh okay it's it's weird it's not I would it's like not to ideal. try that yeah um i'm also following up uh chris matthews uh 
stepped down this week, and I would like to believe that it is entirely due to our coverage last week of his unhinged rant about um, Bernie our Sanders' co- Our coverage. Yeah. It's, our it's show's entirely, coverage. Yes. Um, we, we pursued him relentlessly. We followed the story all the way down, and then he was forced to step down. So I think that we did a fantastic job of using our platform to right a wrong. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even gonna fight this. <laughs> I just realized I used the wrong intro theme, but I think I'm the only one that monitors what intro theme goes with I what I recognize some of them, but not all of them. Okay. So um this is thoughts that don't fit anywhere else. And I, I was thinking about something that doesn't really fit anywhere else this week. I want to hear it. There was a time that when I was, this is like 2005, maybe 2000, maybe 2008. And I responded to a Craigslist ad that said that a t-shirt company, no, a clothing store was looking for people who could do screen printing. And so I went to the store. It's closed. It's since closed. I don't remember the name of it even. Do you remember the name of it? Sorry. What? Do you remember the name of it? No. What are you, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Son of a so, <laughs> thinking about the moldy money. <laughs> I don't know. Like, some do you have more to add on the moldy money? No, I just, it just some communications relating to it. And then it was just really funny thinking about how like it became more than just a single moment in my life. <laughs> Sorry. That's all okay. right. I'm okay. back. I'm sorry. So I responded to a Craigslist ad for a clothing <laughs> store that was looking for people who could do screen printing. And I had done screen printing in the past. Right. And so I showed up and it was like this older kind of paunchy guy who was wearing like really tight clothing. And uh, he took me down into the basement of the clothing store and there was a full printing setup, like silk, silk screen printing setup, which I know how to operate. And he was like, okay, so here's what we're doing. We get these old vintage stock t-shirts and then we um, print like various rock band logos and stuff on them. So he was basically just making counterfeit old t-shirts. I don't think you've ever told me this. (laughs) He was was making counterfeit old t-shirts and then he would sell them upstairs in the vintage clothing shop for like $500 each saying that they were vintage. I had no idea. Yeah. Whoa. And and I totally, I had no idea that it, it was like such a... I don't know. I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, this is not ethical. It's what are you doing? Up up. Yeah, yeah. He, he, the guy was definitely... So I talked to him and he definitely said... Fun. Fun to do bad oh, things. Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, no, I never knew about so this. So he was... Like I said, he would buy old stock t-shirts and then we would... He would print new logos of old bands on them, making these old t-shirts basically. And he would wash... He had a washer and dryer down there too and he said that he would run it through a bunch of times to wear it make it look worn yeah wow. so a t-shirt counterfeiting ring yeah well you could have been involved money t- like, yeah it could have been, been per- your money your income could have been from he wanted that. he wanted to pay me if i remember right it was like minimum wage but then i was going to be there was something about it that i was going to be making less than minimum wage oh and i was like this i'm not doing this i'm not helping you ma- sell a t-shirt especially when yeah. i can see upstairs that the t-shirts that you are faking are selling for like 350 dollars yeah. or you're selling them for that I'm not going to help you with that for minimum wage. No. I want to cut. Especially since you have experience in screen printing. I want to get in on this action. (laughs) Um, Oh, so I missed a a segment. Here. Wait. uh, uh, Where are we? What is it? 
Where are we? No, I did. So follow-ups music is supposed to be this one. And then when I have a question, it's supposed to be this music, which I just played. So I have a question. I have a question. All right. Why is it so important to Texans that chili can't have beans in it? Why don't Why don't we ask someone who's from there? If you know anything about this, email us double dungeon at hotmail dot com. Or you can uh, call us. Why is it so important that bean? And this is the thing: is I've heard people say, well. The reason that beans don't belong in chili is that cowboys didn't have time to cook beans. So a real chili is only meat. But the problem is that like every <laughs> anything historical that I look at says that the cowboys main diet was beans. Like everything. Hey, what? Okay. Yeah, cuz they had they had people going along with the drive the cattle drive who the cook, they call a cookie. A lot of people used to call them cookies. Um, the cook would go along and he would prep the beans and then they would Beans only, they don't take that long as long as you pre-soak them and, and boil them. He's not doing anything except cooking all day, so he's got time to make the beans. So I just don't understand why it's so important to Texans that chili can't have beans in it. Because I love chili beans. We've got to be able to beans. find the source. And that's the other thing is like in uh, Mexican cooking, there's a, a dish called podcast. frijoles charros, which mm-hmm. is, it's basically cowboy beans. It's like, that's what it means. And that's what it is. So I just don't understand. What's the deal with that? I don't know. Are you still laughing about moldy money? <laughs> you are. All right. You gotta do what? I gotta believe. What are you looking forward to? Um. I I'm I I'm excited that <laughs> this is um, so boring. I was gonna say I'm excited that tomorrow morning I'm also working in Brooklyn, so I don't have to go to Manhattan. I don't have to. I'm excited I don't have to commute. Your commute's been like really bad with this it's new just, job. It's so crowded. I and I try to. I've tried a few different time adjustments. Yeah. You know, without having to leave like an hour earlier. Yeah. And and it's just it. Have you, you, you can't sell consistently. Have you thought about taking the G the other direction to the M? Yeah, I've I've done both, and some days any particular direction is really good, and then just as quickly as other maybe, one, it'll just be a is mess. There a, is there a bus that goes cross town? A mess. Because maybe taking the ferry in is going to be the best. Yeah, bet. that that's what I was thinking. Um, so, but anyway, I'm looking forward to this. Like tomorrow morning, I'm scheduled. I have an event in Brooklyn. I'm really excited. I don't have to commute until some non busy time. I, I'm so. excited to. Um, I'm looking forward to not dying from the coronavirus. Which I have. But you don't you don't have that. <laughs> but I am I am concerned. You're healthy drinking a beer right now, so <laughs> you're good. I'm not I'm not drinking a beer anymore because I finished it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm uh, not looking forward to. I've already been advised by like three people. They were like, "Oh, you," because I told them people that I know that we uh, want to go to Portland, oh, and yeah. they were like, "You can't go to Portland because oh. all that's everybody's dying in Seattle." So but that's. Okay, we'll I, see. Let's whatever. see what happens yeah, next. I'm we'll going for design week. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. Finally, let's get out of here. Okay.
Adi? Yes. If somebody has an email, where should they email us? Double Dungeon at Hotmail and Hotmail.com. Double they Dungeon can, at They can call us. This is going to be a mess, but... Stuff of nightmares. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. All right, we're out of here. Uh, email us. Call Bye your mom. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>